Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <clears throat> you're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Welcome to Howgood's Footy a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. There's no Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. B- boy. <laughs> yes, Tom. <laughs> uh, in the absence of Sean, how good's footy? And I'll answer that question for you because your answer's probably not great. Footy's pretty good. Yeah, I I would say footy is in fact dead to me, but yeah. that's okay. It's hey, little from column A, little from column B. There were, can I just while we're on little from column A, little oh. column B? I there was I think three periods in the last quarter alone of the Anzac Day game, yeah, where you sent a message being like, "Oh my mm. god, we're on," and then literally a minute later, "I'm going to kill myself." Mm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, three or four times. Yeah, I will say that I was in another group chat. Um, where actually I was in, so there, I was in three group chats. The How Good's Footy one, where there was moments of me being like, "Footy's dead," and then I kept sending the nose emoji because like, oh, evidence of sniff, big sniff. Uh, there was another group chat where one of my friends was at the footy and he said, "Hang on a second, I think I'm about to get into a fight," and then went dark for ten minutes, and did we he, were just did like, he "Get into the fight?" Well, I don't think so. But another friend in the chat who was, <laughs> it was when Essendon had just hit the front, like in the third quarter. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, what you, am got, I... you guys hit the front at the start of the last quarter, didn't oh, you? Oh, no, sorry, yeah. Uh, no, it was... I'm pretty sure it was towards the end of the third. I think you hit the front twice. I think there was a point in the third quarter. I think early in the fourth, you hit the front. Um. Anyway, and then one of my other friends... Yes, actually, it was the first goal of the last quarter, but it also happened earlier in the third, like halfway through the third. Anyway, one of my other friends who was in the group chat was at the ground as well, and he was like... <laughs> Said he was like to my the friend was like, hang on a second, I'm about to get in the fight. The other friend was like, Where are you? I'm coming. I'll I'll sw-. he's like, I don't care, I'll swing. <laughs> they were joking. Well, the one that said I think we're about to get into a fight probably wasn't joking, but the one that was like, Where are you? I'm gonna come down and I'll fight. I'll i I'm ready to swing. <laughs> yeah. I don't care, I'll swing. Just that's powerful. And then I got hit up by a Collingwood supporter who messaged me directly after the game, and then I just replied with a picture of me holding a knife. That's um and That's reminding them rude. that I know where I live. I know where they live. That's rude yeah. by them. I, 
I, the only time I've ever come close to dying from taunting someone after footy, I'm not a big taunter after mm. a game. Um, Your is, energy does it itself. You don't need to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. need to do anything to you the point be, where you'd be like, hoo, 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 hoo. I, I barely did anything, and Sean was going to come to my house and slip my throat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and he's one of my best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got real Jack Ginnivan energy. Uh, no, you don't, Jack Ginnivan. In, you- in that context. Whereas it feels like I'm, I could be a step away from beginning murdered. He shushed to the crowd after his first or second goal. It was the first goal. Joel, you're not going to like what I'm about to say next. You loved it? I did. Yeah. If he played for my team, I'd love it. If he played for your team, you'd love it. Because he plays for the worst team in the league, hate it. But I think if his footy career doesn't pan out, if it doesn't pan out for him, wrestling is waiting. I couldn't stand him. And I was so scared when he, because I knew the fucking medal was coming up. Look, fuck it. Let's just start with the Anzac Day game. <laughs> We're going to go reverse chronological. We're going to go reverse. Um, yeah. So Monday, which is y- yesterday, yesterday or two days ago, if you listen to this on the episode dropped, Essendon played Collingwood. Essendon lost by 11 points. We were in it right up until the end. Stringer and Merritt both got through this game uninjured. Stringer definitely wasn't 100%. Merritt, however, had 35 touches. Yeah, he was probably okay. Yeah, Uh, yeah, he seemed fine. Stringer looked a bit slow. What sucked, I think, is that you killed them everywhere except the scoreboard. Like, you annihilated them at the contest. You had more inside 50s, I think. But the thing that, honestly, the thing that kept, like, the reason they won, like, when you come down to it, is they kicked 15-3. Yeah. We kicked 12-10. Yeah. So if that 12-10 is, you know, 15-7, we win. But even... Just. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> think, yeah, the, the accuracy was killing you, but even the fact that when you got in inside 50, they were able to take a lot of marks and yeah. clear it out. You, you they beat, were them, having, you they beat were, them pretty comprehensively elsewhere. Um, yeah, they were having problems. It was pretty funny to play Collingwood, though, and see another team that had exactly the same problems as us, which is the ball gets into their forward 50 and then <laughs> immediately comes yeah, back out again. just goes straight back out or gets locked down in there for a while or hits the deck and there's just no one there. Yeah, it is it is interesting that both, both your team's forward structure is questionable at best. Yeah. Midfield, delicious. Backline, I think their backline's better than yours. Yeah, well, they... So does so does this result? Um, but yeah, I I thought you were going to pinch it off him. Yeah, so when gonna... Hind came on as a sub at the start of the fourth, and I was like, he is a quick boy, and he's going to have the freshest legs. But then he gave away a fifty. Yeah, that was look Brody Grundy, who is now out for like 10 12, twelve weeks. Well, he looked like he was fucked. I thought they were going to sub him anyway because Draper. I think they would have, but they'd already subbed Kruger. Oh yeah, shit! He, they went, he went down Kruger. like the first quarter, didn't I he? Forgot the shoulder. They, yeah, I forgot they subbed him, and they didn't really like. It was one of those things where they're like, "Is it going to get worse if we keep playing him?" Yes, yes, it did. He's now <laughs> out for most of the year. Yeah. Um, well, they won't need him when they don't make finals anyway. That's right. Yeah, he'll come back just in time to play round twenty-three. Uh, yeah, to see if they finish ninth or tenth. I don't want to get lippy, but I can because we've beaten them, so it's okay. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, think look, that- look. Basically, Anzac Day didn't pan out, and I was also ready to swing. And different kind of swing. Fuck Collingwood, as is the rule. Yeah. Um, um, previously, uh, <laughs> we had another game double header on Anzac Day. I liked it. I don't mind it either. Um, so Hawthorne did exactly what they did to us the week before, and went, "What if we kicked five goals to nothing, like a bunch of psychos?" 
except unlike what we did in the last quarter last week, um, Sydney decided to kick straight. Well, what happened, Tom, was what Hawthorne were like, what if we kick a lot of goals in the first quarter, then kick a couple of goals in the second and third quarter, but we apply a lot of like defensive pressure, really minimize the impact. But then for the last quarter, we're just going to go home. We're just going to leave because Hawthorne were on top for three out of the four quarters by a significant yeah. margin, and then in the last quarter conceded nine goals. That, they kicked one, nine goals to one. Yeah, nine goals to one. It was nine goals, two to one goal straight. <laughs> Fuck. It just an absolute murder. And in some related news, my hero in this game, <laughs> who got me after a pretty embarrassing... Look, I had a pretty embarrassing week last week in the fantasy. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to lie. I got... Absolutely annihilated uh, in the resies by Sean. Yeah. To the point where I went from the head-to-head ladder, I was first. Yep. I finished the game against Sean, and I ended up 11th. I dropped 10 spots in yeah, the resies ladder. <laughs> that's a that's a thumping. Oh, and I and I had an okay game in the in the in the the, the big league comp. Obviously, just didn't put my best foot forward and was looking nervous because I had yet to have outside of Tuke Miller. Not a lot of guys were scoring triple points for me. Yeah. And then Callum Mills. He's like, what if I have the best game of my career? What if you have the statistically the best game of the season? Um, <laughs> he was fucking everywhere and just raked in those points and helped solidify a very gutsy win over Coach Carno. Um, I tried a couple of big coaching moves. Both of them backfired. But Callum Mills did <laughs> so. That's all that ma- that's all that matters there. Um, yeah. So I was actually going to talk about our fantasy league in lieu of the Anzac Day game if we were going in the normal order, but because we started with it and I got too hot and heavy straight away. Um, yeah, it's probably worth a recap. Uh, I did pretty well. I I won against Amelia. I actually also copped a message from my dad after this round. Ooh. Uh, Do you know who I've got next week, Dusha? My dad. Look My out. He's undefeated. I am stressed. I'm trying to give a big move, but the problem is I don't have any. <laughs> yeah. To me, he, so he messaged me the, so it was seven o'clock. So I reckon the Anzac Day game had like only just finished. And he said, just the message just says equal second highest score in the league. Ah, uh, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope I can at least, it's one of those things where I feel like uh, I'm like a team that's maybe, Currently, like fourteenth to tenth, uh-huh. and I'm about to take on Melbourne. Mm. Currently, mm. where if I'm in it, I'm in it. Yeah, but I just don't want to get blown off the park. I think you're actually going to be in luck. And look, I know there's a lot of people out here that want to hear about the games, but we just got to get through fantasy real quick. It's important. But um, I think one thing that's going to benefit you is I'm pretty sure he had two injuries this week, which makes trades tricky for him. Yeah, but he's he's not a he's not he's not a rookie. He's got. <laughs> He's got plans within plans within plans. I've made I've made two trades and I could talk myself out of them in a heartbeat, Joel. Yeah, I made trades and then Grundy was injured and then I unmade those trades and uh, I've I'm, I'm I'm stuck with a move that I don't know if I love, but yeah. Look, I'm not I'm not having a oh I'm stressed. Here's the thing about Dad's team that I just noticed. Uh, he has one player that doesn't play. Including on his bench. Yeah. Yeah, he's... he's Okay, yeah, he's he'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Most weeks he captains loophole, which means he has a player that just scores zero. Yeah, he gets he gets upset with me. And listeners, if you're uh, in a fantasy league, this is worth remembering. Because uh, Dad, at the start of the season, 
and I can see it's worked out for him. He picked a whole bunch of rookies he knew were going to play so that they would earn money. So yep. then he could trade them with another player to bring in bigger players later on. But he always picks Long from uh, Hawthorne because Hawthorne often play on the Sunday and Long will never get a game. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's so he's got a built-in captain loophole right up until the lo- so lockout happens on the Sunday, and he's got until Sunday to decide if he's uh yeah that's 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 is that man is thinking <laughs> with portals. That's what yeah, he is doing. That is it's chaos. Like hey, I'm playing chess. He's got a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, just- I'm dead. <laughs> I've been shot in the head. Anyway, that'll be big when that comes round. Um. To continue this, imagine imagine coming into this podcast and just wishing we'd talk about the footy in the correct <laughs> order, and instead, Sean Sean's the man who writes the ship, and he's not yeah, here. Yeah. He has been. Um, the word on the street is is that every time Zach Bailey kicked a goal, he got higher into space, uh, and because Elon Musk is buying Twitter and not building space infrastructure, we can't get Sean back. <laughs> no, he's, we can't get him down. He's in orbit for a week. He should be right for next week. Uh, we've got a couple of contingency plans to drag him back down to earth. We got a, we got a few ideas. Um, we're gonna just put on. I I reckon if we just play Voss from fifty five enough times, the sound back. of that will bring him home. Oh, easy. I reckon. Just yeah, we'll try. If if everyone listening could send him to help him come home, send him your favorite <laughs> Brisbane Lions memory. Yeah, get him home. Get Carno home. Yeah. Hashtag get Carno home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So we. Uh, we both had big wins in the fantasy, and uh, Melbourne also had a big win in the previous game where they just took down Richmond. They're... Richmond looked like they were in it for a little bit, and then... I was won. worried for Melbourne, because they kicked, like, <laughs> well, like 922. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at halftime, they kicked 312. They're mortal, but at the end of the day, they're also... I was Someone was talking about uh, what was... Uh, before this game, they put up a thing being like, um, which team... Would you choose the 2019 Richmond Tigers Premiership team? Yep. Or the 2021 Melbourne Premiership team? And I think it's the easiest choice in the world, Joel. Yeah. Melbourne 2021. Yeah. That was their best. They were the best team all year and they won the Premiership. Yeah. It, there was no tricks and it's the no. same thing. That's, this is the scary Richmond's, thing with them now. Richmond's best year was a bit like how Geelong's best year was 08 and we didn't win a flag. Richmond's best year across the board was 2018 and they didn't win the flag. Yeah. They were good in 2019. Do not get me wrong. But they were killable. Whereas Melbourne last year were fucking. They won. They won six straight. Dipped. Barely dipped, and then just murdered everyone that tried to. Yeah, because they lost them. to Adelaide by one point. Yep. And did they drop another game? They dropped a couple here and there, but then like they came out. They came back from being like eight goals down against us to win in oh, Geelong. Yeah. They right. then murdered Port. Oh yeah, in the finals there was no uh, close mur- games. murdered Brisbane, murdered us, and then murdered um, Port. No, nah, murdered Bull- Bulldogs. Oh, Bulldogs. That's right. Like. Anyway, they're really good, and I'm terrified. Yeah. I'm terrified. Max Gorn? Oh, yeah. Actually, that's worth talking about. So in this game, he took a mark. So Max Gorn went for a mark, took the mark, and it was right as it was like as the ball was going over- The point post. Point, the point post. So it was going through for a behind, but he took a mark. He was like, it's on the line. The umpire was like, uh, I don't know about that. Let's, Let's score review. Score review it. Max Gorn looked at the replay once, and he was like, no. Nah. That's definitely a behind. Yeah. Ran back to the center square to set up for the kick-in. Then the umpire was like, no, that's a mark. So then he had to run back down. So ran from 
one side of the ground to the middle of the ground, then had to run from the middle of the ground back to that same same side of the ground, then took a snap and missed. Yeah. <laughs> so then had to, so run, had to run back to where he was before. Oh, so good. In that scenario, just don't make him have the kick. Yeah. Oh, no, he marked it. It wasn't a yeah, free kick. It wasn't a free kick. It was, yeah, he marked it. That's very funny. Just yeah. stick around, Maxi. Um, so, yeah, look, Richmond, I don't think 2022 is going to be their year. Look, because this game, I so this is the thing. This, they lose to Melbourne by 22 points. You're like, oh, that's not too bad. But again, you got to remember that Richmond kicked uh, eight goals, six to nine, nine 22. 22. Yeah. yeah. If they had a kick straight. Yeah. 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 Like if that was 22 9. The top eight right now is fucking insane. Because I know there's this whole thing where just looking at Richmond and they're going to make finals. There's this whole thing like uh, statistically, two teams usually drop out of the top eight every year yep. and about two go in. And one of those teams is always in, is usually in the top four. Yep. So at the moment, Porter currently 14th. Yep. The Giants, the Bombers, are, and the Bulldogs are also all out. And let's be real, the Bulldogs technically count as a top four from last year, I think. Yep, yeah, yeah. And Richmond, who has been thereabouts, are also currently out. But then, like, all right, Melbourne, yep, Brisbane, yep, Sydney, yeah, Geelong, they've all been there repeatedly. But yep. then you've got Carlton and Frio and St. <laughs> Kilda. Frio is second. Yeah. Frio and St. Kilda look very scary this year. I'm stressed about next week, Joel. Yeah, you probably should oh, be. Oh, fuck. Um. Previously, Collingwood, <laughs> yeah, Collingwood being eighth currently doesn't feel great because I reckon Hawthorne, who are ninth, are a significantly better team. I think so too, uh, based on seeing them up close. But then again, they also let uh, their opponent kick nine, nine goals. goals in the last quarter. That's true. I wish Collingwood had have you know done, done the same. The same. Thing. Wouldn't that be good? They oh. hey, they, they they did that a couple of weeks ago and they let Geelong kick six. Oh, they, hey, that's pretty good. Um, ah, oh, Q clash, Q clash. Sean, we wish you were here for this, but fucking hell, Zach Bailey a.k.a. the Rat King, to quote you, Sean, to him, goals were like a block of cheese, and he was just <laughs> gobbling them up. What was crazy is uh, I didn't see this game uh, live. I was enjoying the delights of the cinema. Yep. Uh, Dust Kino. Oh. Uh, oh, I know. We're getting, we're getting real. Because uh, i tell you what, once we've done this, we might have to talk about going, there's been a big week for movies. Oh, yeah. And uh, probably probably after this recording, it'll be a big week for Oh, yeah. I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been experienced uh, Kino up close for a while. I think Just it's time. In the safety of my own home, because I've been living... I haven't had COVID for two or three weeks, but unfortunately my house full of it currently, so I've been trying to keep a... A low profile? Just because, like, I know that I can't technically give it to people at the moment, but, like... You want to fucking... I've got a wedding to be at, man. I'm fine now. Not mine. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you'd know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a shocking way for me yeah. to find out. Yeah, did you not get the invite, man? You you're, oh! <laughs> you're one of my best men. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Brisbane uh, came out and just kicked again it was one of those games where from what i've heard again i didn't watch it live i've watched highlights and read a lot of pieces the fact that zach bailey kicked six goals in the conditions that he kicked them Mm -hmm. everyone was falling over like fucking slapstick central and he's like it's gonna kick six well brisbane kicked 21 six yeah uh bailey kicked six straight charlie cameron kicked four straight the fuck is charlie cameron kicking four goals straight cameron what do you where's that every week yeah, like Cam Rainer kicked an absolutely fucked goal. <laughs> uh, Danaher kicked 3 1. Uh, and then, yeah, this is where the points start flying. Although, Cows Bolt for Gold Coast also kicked three. The fuck's that been? They're not three behinds. No. Um, so, yeah. 
Fucking hell, Brisbane. Just fucking gobbled them up. And there was a bit of like, there was a little bit of energy in the air of like, oh, Gold Coast. Like at, before the game, everyone's like, well, Gold Coast have like. Well, here's the thing. We, we don't they, know what to. If they kick straighter at various points in this game, it's an interesting. I think Brisbane is still better and the class would have risen to the top as it did by kicking 21 6. Um, fucking, like, that's an insane scoreline. 21 6. Yeah. It's beautiful. I can only dream of scorelines like that. Uh, and let's go to the previous game where, unfortunately, your team had a <laughs> had an interesting day and should have kicked 21-6, but instead kicked 17-19, but it didn't matter. Yeah, because uh, North Melbourne kicked 9-7. Yeah, and until until the last quarter, had only kicked 4-5. Yeah. Um, look, yeah, we... Uh, look, I was... I was anticipating, like on paper, yeah, we should win this. Yeah, always a bit of a risky game, though. You go yeah. to you go to Hobart, you play the Roos. Yeah, um, you never know what Roos you're going to get. The ones that nearly beat Sydney, or the ones that didn't play against Brisbane. Yeah, um, and we were lucky in that we got the uh, latter. Yeah, um, you got the ones that let Jeremy Cameron kick seven three. So I tweeted during this game, and it's something I stand by, and I want to explain it to you: is that uh, Jeremy Cameron, I think, is the most talented, clumsy man I've ever fucking seen. It's like He's not from planet Earth, and he's not used to Earth gravity. He just <laughs> the amount of times where he like seems to overrun the ball, but still get there and then yeah. kick a goal. Like there was a passage of play where he was running into an open goal, went to pick it up, kind of part, dropped it around his head. <laughs> yeah, he just Inspector Clouseau's his way yeah. to seven goals. He's almost, I mean, this is blasphemy because he's not obviously Inspector Gadget. That's Dustin Martin, that's not Dustin that's fucking Dustin Fletcher. Hey, Jesus Ma- Christ, Martin is also back at the club, which is really nice yeah, to good. hear. That's good. Um, but yeah, Dustin Fletcher's Inspector Gadget, but uh, yeah. You know, he's Inspector Clouseau. He's Man. clumsy. He's yeah, the yeah. Frenchman in the Sims episode who falls out the window, but yeah. also at the same time as falling out the window. And kicking kicks seven goals. goals. Yeah. He, yeah, he just looks like a guy who is very talented, but very clumsy. Um, and I feel like I can say that I think he's very talented and not get bashed because Sean is yeah, yeah, bash me. Yeah, so but he'll there. listen to this and he'll come to my house and he'll kick my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, kick seven. When you're when you when you double team forward combo is kicking 11 goals you're probably doing okay uh tom hawkins also dishing them off yep he two, kicked four i think he kicked four two beautiful things in this game yep first of all ollie fucking dempsey makes his debut yep fucking love this this is this has got Stephen wells special written all over it <laughs> was playing basketball up until a few years ago when he decided i'm gonna go back and play footy yep uh was taken as a speculative rookie pick i think he's picked 78 technically um, overlooked in the draft, and yeah, take it as a bit of a speculative pick by Stephen Wells, a bit of a project player. Yeah, we'll get you in. You've got the athleticism, you've got a bit of talent. Suss him out. Suss him out. He started the VFL season, has kicked 12, 11 or 12 goals. Yep. And is just playing unbelievably well. So well that they were like, well, I guess, uh, I guess you're getting a game this week. <laughs> and he slotted into the tempo beautifully. He was a bit nervous early, missed a, missed a, a pretty easy set shot. Yep. But it was the follow-up work, like the tackles, the pressure, the little little handballs, yeah. the repeat efforts, getting into the right spots. There was a passage of play late in the game where the game was – the result was was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not arrogance. That's just fact. Yeah. Uh, he had like three repeat efforts, took a run, got involved like three or four times in a chain of handballs, set up a beautiful kick to Jeremy Cameron. And it's like that's what you want from a 19-year-old. Who did he come in for? Uh, I think he came in for danger. <laughs> fucking relatively big shoes to fill. Yeah, well, yeah. So he, he came in because Henry and Danger both out injured. Yeah. Um, and he's come in and played forward and we reshuffled the, 
a few players. I think Higgins also came in and played on the ball rather yeah. than forward. Yeah. Um, and Tui. Tui also played on the ball and had 32 touches and yeah. was everywhere. But yeah, one, that was great. Two, the best part about that, though, was his friends in the crowd who went the full, I'm going to paint I heart Dempsey on, on our bellies. Shirts. And yep. when he kicked a goal, I'm shattered he only kicked one. Yeah. Because imagine if he'd kicked seven. <laughs> imagine he kicks four. I reckon one of them's falling over the fence and getting oh. kicked out. They looked pretty. He was asked after the game which of the letters was the rowdiest, and he was like the love heart. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't miss the beat, was like the love heart. But the thing that I loved about his, his game was his first goal. Yeah. It was a juicy goal, fucking chaotic goal. But the best part about it is, is the is that there's a young fellow named Max Holmes who I'm loving a lot this year, who's, uh-huh. who is 19, uh-huh. second year player. Uh-huh. He gets the ball to Dempsey. Now Holmes is running sort of parallel to the goals and could easily have a snap himself. But what he does is, if you watch the replay, is he's running. He doesn't even look at the goals. He sees Dempsey and he points, <laughs> points at him. Like I'm putting the ball there. It's for you. Goes to him, Dempsey kicks the goal. And I love a second gamer looking another a first, first gamer, gamer and being sorry, like, second year player looking a first gamer in their eye and being like, you're getting a goal yeah, tonight, yeah, champ. Yeah, yeah. Stick with me, kid. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love just two young boys. And that I feel like is good culture for. Yeah. That's how good's footy right now. Yeah. There. Unfortunately, they'll both probably get dropped for a 35 year old, but that's. <laughs> well, I mean, danger's got to come back at yeah. some point. Um, yeah, no, look, we were we were juicy and we've we've got a much scarier test, but um I'm excited. This look, we're playing well, the new style's going well. I nearly took a huge risk and made Tom Stewart my captain, and then I panicked <laughs> when I didn't because he started on the he played on the ball. Yeah. He played on the fucking wing. Insane. Insane. Anyway. Fun fact about North Melbourne what? is that uh because Ben Mackay got uh the suspended Mac- for El- for fighting Reese Stanley, yeah. It means that the Mackay brothers were once again not to play on one another. Yeah, and a lot of people have been like, there's there's something going on here. They're the same guy. Yeah, they they have to be. I've never seen them together. Yeah, it's... I've only seen one. How long have they both been in the AFL for? I think seven years. And they've never and played... And they've on... never played on one another. Yeah, that's another. fucked up. I think because they're both injury prone. Yeah. And I think Ben started out as a four that they've turned into a defender, but North Melbourne supporters can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. It's still funny, man. Yeah. Gil, it's crazy. Gil, what are you fucking doing yeah, down there, mate? Something, something's going on. What are you fucking doing? Trying to make more twins, but there aren't any? <laughs> so just pretending? Just, Trying to get a bit of twin magic happening? He saw the Hoskins and was like, what hmm. if there were more twins? <laughs> I like this twin business. Here's the thing, Joel. You ever seen the Kings together? No, I have. They've played yeah, games. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, so previous game. Fremantle showed that they're fucking scary. Fremantle are very scary. They're also very good, and uh, they're still good. And um, Carlton decided to only play one quarter rather than uh, three this week. Look, oh, they actually played two. I reckon. Unfortunately, it was the first and the last. Yeah, they and the came, game was taken away from them. The second and third. They had a little bit of a sniff, but yeah, Freo were good. Um, Brayshaw is good. Nat Fife is still not back yet, and I heard David Mundy say. Uh, it's exciting because Nat Fife might now be the sprinkles rather than the whole cake. And I <laughs> love that from hell. David Mundy. <laughs> How do you reckon David Mundy talks about himself? Refers to himself as a bit of sprinkles too? No, I reckon he's like, he describes him. I reckon he's a bit of icing. He's a bit of icing. He's a bit yeah. of icing. Um, although, you know what? No, nah, I reckon. Mundy I reckon... had 22 touches and five tackles. Like Th- he's still. Mundy's the eggs. <laughs> Monday's the eggs. You can't make the cake without the eggs, man. You can't make the cake without the Unless eggs. Unless you make it some kind of vegan cake, in which case, I don't want it. 
Vegan cakes don't win premierships. Actually, isn't Ben Brown a vegan and he's won a premier? Or is he just vego? Uh, I think no. A- I think he he's either he's definitely either vegetarian or vegan. Vegan, but I because think he's Tom McDonald only he eats meat. meat. Yeah, and they are in the same forward line, and it's fucked up. And it's so weird that one of them gets dropped pretty co- repeatedly. It's almost like eating just meat is probably <laughs> bad for you. It's almost like taking advice from Joe Rogan is a bad idea. Yeah. You should only take advice from this podcast. Correct. Eat cakes made of David Mundy. <laughs> um, but yeah, big, big game. Um, and yeah, it showed that like Fremantle are not fucking around. Carlton, <sighs> it's hard to tell if they're a bit wobbly now or if... They're still four and two. Yeah. Michael Voss is still their coach. Yeah. Patrick Cripps, still very good at football. We'll probably yeah. get three votes in a losing side. Yeah, which is fucked. Considering Brayshaw was also fucking huge. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's honestly ridiculous how talented these players who've been ta- <laughs> like it's 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 funny. People are always like, oh, I can't believe Brayshaw's going good. I'm like, what do you mean you can't believe? He's always been thereabouts. He's like a top pick. Yeah. Sam Walsh is good at football. Yeah, he went number one. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. People just forget. People been like, oh, Cam Rayner was good on the weekend. Yeah, again, he number also went number one. Yeah, he, he, and then he was out for an entire season. It's like people are like, oh, Melbourne have recruited shrewdly. No, no, no. They've got like eight guys. They're all came top ten picks. <laughs> Guess what? They're good footballers. <laughs> it's like how people, I think people just don't have object permanence. Player permanence. Player permanence. Someone doesn't score 100 fantasy points. People are like, who's that? And then all of a sudden they do that five weeks in a row. They're like, where's this guy been? He's like, he's been getting 80 for three years. Yeah. In fact, last year he was also averaging the same amount. So like people are like, man, Keller Mills has really improved. No, 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 no. He was doing the same shit last year. Uh, Speaking of the same shit, previous game, West Coast. Oof. But... Port Adelaide decided that Jacob, your brother, gets to live. They did another week. I said, uh, I sent him a message. He's like, "Thank God," because at hard quarter time, it was one two to one two, <laughs> <laughs> and um, he sent me a message. He's like, "Isn't what a difference it makes having key position players back and in and fit?" Yeah. Um, it also, also makes a huge difference when you play a basket case of a football club. Yeah, so it's worth noting that Port Adelaide won one hundred and seventeen to thirty three, and Port Adelaide's. One of their star forwards, Zach Butters, did a fuck all. Correct, and uh, I think I think he'd been sick and got cleaned up and just didn't recover. But also, like they went bullet. West Coast shouldn't have been that bad. Yeah, West Coast um, got like I know they're missing players and I know they've had COVID, but so have Frio, and Frio was second, and West Coast like. Yes, Yo did was injured, but Kelly and Shuey and Darling and all these guys, they're back in. Yeah. They're back. They never have Nick Nat. So <laughs> Yeah. Nick Nat plays half the season and two thirds of those games are unreal. Like Port still don't technically like their Ruckman is like twelve. Like he's a guy who's played three games and this yeah. is game number three. They've got young forward line, no Charlie Dixon. Players who are like like Robbie Gray wasn't super fit. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of disappointing from West Coast, and look, there is every chance the power go on and and make finals from here. Yeah, they're, I think- they're too good to be shit. I think <laughs> that's fair. That's um, a really dumb statement, but across the board, I think Port Adelaide too good to be shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're f- one and five now too, uh, like another team I know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and look, just looking at this though, I will say, Joel, when you keep a side to one goal to three-quarter time, and then you let him kick three 
Oh, yeah. Sean so would then be... You only win by 84? Sean would be... Th- I honestly think that's what made him sick. Maybe. Yeah. If if they if they played better, they win by 100. Easy. A better team wins, wins by, 100. by 100. Yeah. So maybe... Ken maybe, Hinckley should be sacked, sack I reckon. Ken. Yeah, yep. sack him. Get him out of there. Uh, Previous game, fucking hell. This is probably... Yeah, so it'd have been... Look, oh, sorry. I just have one more How Goods Footy moment. Yep. Todd Marshall kicked five goals on the anniversary of his uh, parents' death. Uh, that's got a bit of kismet yeah. to it. What a good boy. Yeah. Good stuff. Very good stuff. Finlayson also kicked five. So Port had two players kick 10 goals between them. It's good. That's a lot of goals. Hey, when you got when you got forwards kicking goals, you usually win the game. Yes. 21 goals, and six. I have heard goals win games. 15 and three. Bad kicking is bad footy. Bad so therefore, footy. good kicking, good footy. It's true. And we are. How good, how good is footy? footy? Yeah. So you can trust us on that. Uh, winding it back to the first game of Saturday. This was probably one of two, maybe three good games of the weekend. By good, I mean close. Because you're a neutral supporter. Skills in this game were very questionable at points. Speaking of teams that are too good to be shit, but are still a bit shit, Western Bulldogs. I. Or maybe you think they're not too good to be shit anymore. Maybe they're just shit. They're chaotic. They, I think the issue is is that they've lost control of the chaos. They've lost control of the chaos. I think I think the plan they were using last year was really effective. Yeah, it relied on players that they don't necessarily have access to, like a Josh Bruce. They need yeah. they need another forward, and their midfield's gone missing a bit. And I think players have figured teams have figured out the Bulldogs quicker than they figured out Melbourne. Yeah, and their backline isn't as solid. I don't know. Bulldogs they should have won this. Yeah. Well, Shit, they just... I mean, no Tim English hurts because he's probably been one of their best players. I mean, it does hurt, but I just... But they also shouldn't be... They should have won so many more games. Yeah, they shouldn't have lost to Adelaide, who... Do you know what I hate? I hate I hate the I hate the campaign of, oh, the comeback's on, and isn't it a good story? No, it's a bad story. <laughs> Fuck it. Awful story. Um, Yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, well, Westenburg's only kicked 9-8 to 8-15, so they yeah. probably deserve to lose that game, I guess. Um, close, exciting. Bevo is no doubt very upset, which makes... I'm shocked that wasn't enough to bring Sean, like, sure. to cure him, but... Well, no, because he wasn't sick then. That's true. That's true. He was well then. I think you're right. I think that Port Adelaide not winning by 100 points yeah. is what knocked him down. And then his team didn't win by 100 points. Yeah. And also, he would have had to see Ken Hinckley look happy. Oh, and he would have had of... to see Vossi look sad. Fuck. Fuck. And it's... then and then Collingwood won. No one thought, yeah. He's, I'm surprised I fucking... I'm surprised you're here. Yeah. I'm surprised this isn't a one-man show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Footy's good. Footy's I'm good. good. I, love I love my love, team. I love Jeremy Cameron. And I love... I love Tom Hawkins. Why do I? Why do I? Why do I turn into a Rick and Morty character when I'm hosting a podcast by myself? I don't know. I don't, you do it. Yeah, I love football. <laughs> Hundred years of football. I love, I love Jeremy Cameron, Rick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've mentioned Joe Rogan and Rick and Morty. People are going to come after us. I reckon bad. we're hitting big SEOs this episode. I- Minecraft. There we go. There's there another go. one. Um, Roblox. I also we mentioned Elon Musk. Oh my god. Oh my god. We're doing them all. This is gonna be our biggest episode of Agon's footy ever. Oh, it's massive. Um and then Friday nights, the first game of the round, uh GWS took on St. Kilda. I brought Toby into my uh fantasy team. Turns out it didn't really matter that he didn't perform because I still won. But thought he was gonna have a big game. Everyone thought he was gonna have a big game. He did not. No, I Joel. 
you know what I fucking hate? Big comeback stories when it's someone's own fault. It's not a big comeback story. He's not coming back from injury. He's not coming back from, and they were like, they even highlighted, like in the highlights package they played before the game, there's like eight clips of him just kicking people in the neck. And then they showed the story about the time he bashed a security guard. <laughs> That's insane. Like, were they trying to be like, the bad boy of footy's back? Kind of. And I'm like, that's not... Remember when footy used to be just bashing everyone? I just, yeah. Drinking I, beers at half time? I've, I know I've on this podcast said that I enjoy Toby Green's Toby Greenness. But, but really, when I look at it, when you see it like that, you just go, I prefer Jack Ginevan. Because, oh. now nah, hear me out. Does he ever bash a security guard? No, he hasn't. He's just a, a lippy guard. fucker with... A GoPro. With a GoPro and peroxide hair. Yeah. And he upset Kane Corns. Tick, tick. It was pretty good to see Guelphie and Ginevan in the same shot sometimes. A lot of bleach. Well, so I saw a photo of what Jack Ginevan looks like before this season. Well, at the start of the year. He's got long, dark hair. That's fucked up. Right? He's gone full peroxide. I reckon he probably looks up to Guelphie then. I I wish wish there were future Lone Boys out there rocking some crazy haircuts. We just don't have them. I mean, actually, that's not true. We had like eight players wearing headbands on the weekend. And Dwayne, Dwayne Russell was like, what's happening? So much hair. <laughs> and my partner was like, why the fuck do men talk about men's hair constantly? And I'm like, because we're all insecure in the way that we can never reach. I think that uh, there's a lot of, like, because all the commentators are from an era where every single guy had exactly the same haircut all the time. But no, they're not. Because Dan mm. Brown had played in the most fucked era of hair of all time. Oh, that's true, actually. With the most fucked hair. Yeah. I reckon Dur- Dermy's looking at the long hair and wishing he could bring his back. Oh, I, I will say I did love the the launch of the men's comp season saying that men's footy's back. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we're finally getting back, back to the footy. And in it, there is a clip of Draper getting his hair cut and Gary Ayres watching on lovingly. That's very funny. <laughs> I remember that. It's uh, good. It's good. But yeah, I, I uh, yeah, the Toby's the, the the martyrdom around Toby Green is just it's fucked. It's grubby and I don't like well, it. Well, it is pretty funny now because the media seem very upset with the umpires, so maybe it's all part of the same. Like I love that. I love that it's like in a week where everyone's pissing over the umpires, you do then a spotlight on a guy. Like, do you not see that there's, I think I mentioned this last week when I got very angry, but you don't think there's correlation between the fact that last season a guy got suspended for bumping an umpire aggressively, yeah, and then this year they've cracked down on how you approach and talk to umpires? Yeah. Do you reckon those two things are connected? Nah, I reckon I'm not going to think about it. Do you reckon that's like the fifth time they brought in a new rule because of one dumb fuck in a Giants jumper named Toby? Yeah, I reckon actually. Uh, I've had (laughs) to think about it. Yeah. Look, I just, yeah. Sack, sack everyone. <laughs> sack everyone? Well, Gills, he's volunteered. Get rid of him. Get- well, he's done it himself. So still no word. Joel, have you had an official invitation? I know Sean's on here, so we can't check with him. I know my mailbox is empty. Yeah, no, I actually haven't heard much yet either about- Look, I assume, I assume it's coming. How good's footy being approached to become the AFL CEOs? Uh, th- yeah, as a collective. Th- yeah, 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 three-way. Yeah, three CEOs. Uh, introducing the CEO of the AFL, How Goods footy. footy. Yeah, a podcast. Yeah. Anyone who's ever guested on the podcast too, yeah, is also CEO. Yeah, that's that's dangerous because I feel like Broden is going to have uh, absolutely. Jammer will have finally the women's comp will actually be run right. Yeah, they they still don't fucking know when they're playing by. Yeah, the way. which is it's sick April. It- <laughs> it's it's almost May, and they're supposed to be playing in August. Yeah, that's good stuff. Some teams don't even know like so. Yeah, yeah there's some teams don't even know who their players are yet because yeah. they haven't had a no nah. <sighs> players got to work out whether they got to take work off or not. Yeah, players are going to figure out which club they're playing for. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's cooked. Yeah, it's cooked. I think we, we can all take from this is that the Hoskins sisters should just come to Essendon and everything will be everything will be fine. 
Uh, no, I don't know about that. I think that I, I think that they're probably sick of playing for their childhood club that they love so much, <laughs> and they want to just come over to Windy Hill, get amongst it a bit. <laughs> I reckon they think that would be unreal. Yeah, they're like, we want to play with Maddie Prasparkas again. Yeah, and Georgia G. Oh, hey, we've played with them. Yeah, we can play with them again. Just what you should do is just like trick them into jumping into a shallow pool. This sounds bad. Uh huh. And so they just get a little light donk on the head. Yeah. They love doing pranks. Just commence yeah. them a prank in which they get donked on the head. What they about- lose, They lose like two years worth of memories. They still think they're playing at Carlton. Georgia G and Matty Prasparkas come to their houses to be like, we're going to take you to training. They're just at Essendon now. Or, speaking of pranks- Yeah. Wash wash their Tigers jerseys with some red socks. Oh. Stripe comes out red. Be like, mm-hmm, draft to Essendon now. Just be like, no, you've always played for Essendon. <laughs> pranks. <laughs> Tom, let's take a look at next week's uh, round, I reckon. No, we don't do this anymore. Oh, we don't do this anymore. We haven't done this for ages, well, man. No, we haven't been around for a long time. Yeah, you're right. Like, the only thing the only thing I will say is that I will be at a wedding, uh, or driving to a wedding during yep. the Geelong Frio game. Yep. Uh, so I'll be listening to it on the classic format, Triple, triple M. M. <laughs> oh, oh actually, or do I go K-Rock? Oh, fucking hell. Quick on uh, Triple M. Uh, I was in a moving van over the weekend. And obviously, driving around a van, I had to listen to Triple M because, look, you're not going to listen to ABC in a van. There was no other choice. Yeah. Like, you got to understand. Like, I turned the van on; it was already playing Triple M, and I was like, "Well, like, I'm not going to return the van in a different way." Choice is no choice at all. Exactly. Uh, and during the Saturday rub, which is the Saturday footy program leading on, into the first game, yeah, yep. uh, is that Billy Brownless? Well, it's usually hosted by JB. Okay, but he got stuck. In Sydney, because uh, he would had been calling this the Friday the game. Friday night says stuck in Canberra. Yeah, stuck in Canberra. Monica. So, yeah. So uh, the person that took over hosting duties was Billy Brownless, and the show was. <laughs> I listened to twenty minutes, and the wheels fell off so many times. He started leading. So he, they were interviewing Tim Membry at one point. Yeah. And Billy asked, I reckon, three questions that were like not clearly not the type of questions you would ask to start an interview. No. And then, <laughs> Uh, I think Damien Barrett had to take over. Jeez, you're in trouble there. <laughs> but then there was also a point where he was like, um, uh, he said he like threw an ad. Bre- he tried to throw to an ad break, and they were like, "No, Bill, we can't." Th- it's it's like it's it's eight past twelve. We can't throw to an ad break yet. He's like, "I got nothing to say, and I got to kill time until Tim Membry's here." <laughs> and they're like, "Bill, what are you doing?" And then uh, there was another point where he read out the thing. Uh, I think it was like, uh, it was an advertisement. And yep. so it, it's Triple M Rocks footy. And then it's. Or it's like brought to you by the oh, Nikita yeah, yeah. The hardware scoreboard or the so, total tools touches. Yeah. Sorry. So in this, it was like, it was like Triple M Rocks football. And then it's like Ream or someone yep. Rocks football. Yep. And then he, but instead he was just like, and this, uh, this ad breaks brought to you by Ream who are uh, apparently rock football. And they're like, Bill. <laughs> so. <laughs> Joel, you know earlier when we were talking about what would happen if it was a one-man show? Yeah. I've already heard. <laughs> it was just entirely off the rails. If that's how that that's how it would um, go. It does sound like it was super blokey, but it wasn't actually too bad. It was mostly just everyone. It felt like everyone was in a roller coaster rather than uh, trying to host a football program. That's what you want. That's, yeah. It's like, basically, we're so close to having our own radio show. Well, yeah. I mean, a podcast in many ways, Tom, is a radio show, You're but kidding. it's one you can listen to whenever you like. That's actually one of the benefits of a podcast, Tom. That's, Joel, this is incredible. You're blowing my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, more people listen to this than they would some radio shows, Tom. Uh, just also previewing next week, uh, you're playing Brandon, Canadian Brandon. Oh, yeah, the, fantasy uh, preview. In the, in the fantasy preview. Uh, Sean, Coach Carno is taking on Fazza Frogs. 
who were undefeated. Who I were believe. undefeated. Uh, so that's a big one, and uh, that's in the that's in the big leagues and uh, in the resies. Uh, I've snuck my way back up to fifth, which is uh, good to see there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well done. Uh, I'm fourth. So in the resies, uh, we have. Uh, I'm taking on uh, Simphajai, who is Chris. Yep. Uh, we have Coach Carno taking on Drug Test Kit, who was an Essendon supporter, which upsets me. <sighs> and uh, you've got Chi Town Cats. Um, I also want to have a very while I'm just looking at this. I want to thank Vince, who sent me a. The reason my logo has changed from a picture of me to a picture of a shark boy, shark in the Geelong Cats colors. Uh, Vince, who this is the show, made that. It's the best thing I've ever seen. It's so good. And I believe they I'm also keep- designed Sean's logo. Oh, really? I think so. That is very good. That is very good. I do. There's another logo of theirs that I might be dropping at some Ooh, point. Um, Actually, it might have already dropped. I've just got to double check. Uh, I- so while you check that, I'd just also like to say a uh, quick shout out to friend of the show who's never actually been on the show, Hayden Bleachmore, host of Shut Up a Second. Uh, he has not won a game of fantasy yet, but... He's one of the, he's just been unlucky every week. And he just wanted me to say uh, to, he's playing tough nuts, Molly, uh, just to fucking brace yourself because he's come in. He might be zero and six, but uh, a lot of like 100 point losses and a lot of like injuries that have fucked him or someone or like overperforming. Do you know what, Joel? A lot of excuses. Sounds not a lot like of excuses. Yeah. He's never going to listen to this. So we can say whatever we want. Nah. Fuck you, Hayden, you stupid fuck. Play better. <laughs> You're a dumb idiot. I hope you listen to this week's <laughs> episode. Yeah, he should. We'll um, fly you into Macca's car park, Hayden. No, nah, yeah. I'll, <laughs> we will end you, Hayden. We'll win. Um, so, yeah, things are fucking heating up. And uh, what do you reckon you're going to do against my dad? Got any strategies? I I'll am. Just pray. So, uh, this week, just put into context about this, this how I'm feeling about this upcoming game, is uh, recently for, and you'll probably hear about this if you listen to Scaredy Boys new episodes every Friday. Uh-huh. Uh, I for that podcast we watch horror movies with our good friend Damo. Yep, yep, yep. We had to watch one recently that I've watched. The other two have, at this point of recording, the other two haven't watched it yet. Um, scared the shit out of me that movie. Oh no, I'm more scared of playing your dad. Oh yeah, Wayne, Wayne Dusha scares me more <laughs> than uh, a movie that I won't name because I'll keep it a secret until that episode comes out on Fridays. Uh, yeah, I'm scared. I'm very scared, but I'm. But at the same time, Joel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why not us? Why not me? Why not? Why not? Actually, you know what, Joel? Wayne, if you're listening, which you probably aren't, but for everyone at home, there's going to be an ambush. Fuck. 
have immediately shit myself. <laughs> Regretted immediately. Oh, like the words weren't even he's out gonna, of my mouth. He's going to pull the myth- mythical like 250. Oh boy, fuck. What do you reckon the biggest score in fantasy has ever been? I'm aiming for like 220. Like, so nah, more than that. No, no, but I, that's what I'm gunning for. Someone's probably pulled a two. I reckon there's been a two five. Yeah. If you if you just have like one of those games where like a few of those rookies just have a berserk game out of the box and you just happen to pick a captain who goes like say you had Callum Mills as your captain. Yeah, so that's three hundred and something. Like, there's three hundred already. <sighs> I See, nearly, I nearly made him my captain too. Fuck. That would have been when the we biggest. took and it was it, it did the job. Yeah, got got it got it done and that's all you needed. Now, Tom, Joel, got a couple of emails. Let's hear them. Uh, so this is actually a throwback to. Uh, last week when we were talking about friend of the show, Jason, who has welcomed their first child into the world. So congratulations. Michael Sean Carney Voss. I yeah, believe. Michael Sean Carney Voss yep. Morrison. Yep, congratulations. Um, yeah. uh, and we were talking to Jason, uh, trying to figure out um, what had happened with the memberships. Because last week we were like, yep. Jason was like, oh, I've already sorted out the membership. I reckon, I reckon, I reckon the one who carries the baby gets first crack. Well, here's the thing, Tom. Turns out the membership was actually memberships, and new baby is a member of both. Colin, uh, and new baby is a new member of both Carlton and Port Adelaide. Mum and dad's teams. They are doing a dog at the end of a movie where the villain wants the dog and the heroes want the dog, but they're doing it with footy teams. Yeah, and the baby just gets to pick. I hope the baby ends up going for Freo. Oh. West Coast. So this is my thing. So my I'm an uncle now, and my yep. brother is Port Adelaide, and they're very much Port Adelaide. And my parents are pushing for the, my nephew to go for Geelong and all yep. this kind of stuff. Um, I'm thinking, I'm just gonna like, just, just like, I don't know what's like Inception, but no, no, just subliminal messages. Just every book, every t- if I'm ever reading a story to this this kid or showing him a movie, yeah, just like sneaky clips of like Maddie Rail. And Tuke Miller, just make him a Gold Coast supporter. Ooh. Just really, really fuck, fuck my brother up. Yeah, just like a lot of chaos in that household. Right? Just, just Imagine all the free shit you'd get from being a Gold Coast member, though. Right? Pretty much so fly much free into shit. the game. They would. They'd make you captain. <laughs> Tuke's like, yeah, get, I'll step down. You get to coach one game, oh, I reckon. I reckon if you're a member of the Gold Coast, they let you coach at least one game a <laughs> yep. year. Depending on membership, sometimes two. Right? Stewie Juice oh. just there as a figurehead. Yeah. Yeah. What a powerful figurehead. What a powerful figurehead. Well, that's why they've picked him, because you can fit like the member behind him and no one can like yeah. Correct. He hides in front of the member. He's like Kingpin. He's the biggest man in the world. I respect him a lot because he destroyed my team. <laughs> I wish he could get his team to lift though. Yeah. The Gold Coast deserve happiness. And yeah, it sucks I, that they're not getting it. Yeah. I can't wait for Gold Coast to make finals. That'd be <sighs> insanity. Anyway, so this email is from Dean. Uh Subject pre-birth membership. So this ties into the Jason story. Yep. And again, congratulations, Jason, if you're congratulations. listening. That's a huge, huge effort. Go Freo. <laughs> uh, so Dean says, how do you do, footy gurus? Just writing in to confirm that cheekily just getting your kid a membership pre-birth is an absolutely the way to go. <laughs> uh, I agree to the compromise that my daughter can choose herself between Richmond and Melbourne when she's old enough to talk. I've now realized that I've essentially left myself the task of convincing a toddler to pick a demon over the ti- to pick a demon over a tiger. Yeah, you're fucked. I have I may have fucked it here, boys. Yeah, massively. So when the time comes, just avoid the whole drama and don't even have the conversation. Hooroo gurus. Dean. <laughs> He's yeah, look, you've you've botched it there. But I mean I, the, 
Jason's baby, you've either got a, what, a blue or a power? Yeah. <laughs> it did. My brother went for Port Adelaide, though, because of the lightning bolt. Ooh. That's what got him there, and then Warren Treadray sealed the deal. All right, and an email to bring us home. Dear footy profs, while I could never hope to compete with the great Gemma Bastiani's statistical prowess, I have a footy stat for your consideration. Today, on the drive down to... Uh, <laughs> Carrera, Carrara, ma- Carrara for the Mango Tango. <laughs> I noticed something interesting about the Gold Coast team. They have a staggering eight players with double L's in their surnames: Ballard, Collins, Ellis, Miller, uh, Powell, Rao, Swallow, and Weller. Over a third of the team in brackets, thirty-six percent. That is. This led me to speculate as to whether one of their team strategies was to recruit players with a go- good omen being having two big sticks in their names. That's pretty good. <laughs> Intriguingly, if you widen the scope to include players, this is in brackets, so this part yeah. not relevant to the rest, but still good. Uh, Flora's just thrown this in here. Intriguingly, if you widen the scope to include players uh, with other double letters in their names, Lemons, Wits, and Corbett, fifty percent of the Suns team have names containing double letters. That's that's pretty good. Pretty fucking crazy. That's pretty wild. Anyway, so back to the big sticks names. Yep. Sadly, they didn't seem to get too much return on their investment with this strategy on this occasion. Only two out of our seven goal scorers had the uh, auspicious double L in their name. However, I'll be keeping a keen eye on this stat throughout the rest of the season. The game itself was a delight. We were sitting in the south southwestern stands and we were treated to a gorgeous misty sunset. And while I was a little disappointed that my fellow Lions supporters didn't quite manage to pick up the refrain of country roads for Charlie's goals, <laughs> it was a joy to see Bailey's bag of six and Charlie and Joey work their magic after halftime. We'll see how the Suns go next week up against Collingwood to players' names with big sticks, Trump club names with big sticks. Yours in useless footy stats, Flora. I love, I love that heaps. And I also have a have, I have two things I want to well actually I have three things I want to say now. First one, Gil, change the Q clash to the Mango Tango. Yeah, Mango Tango. How the fuck has it not been called that, Sean? You're a fucking idiot for never bringing it up. <laughs> fuck, I can't believe we've never. It's it's the Mango Tango. It's the best name. Oh, I love it so much. Name of my favorite boost juice. All right, number two. Second thing I want to bring is great stats. Yep. Mitch Duncan on the weekend. Yep. Uh, had, I think, 21 or 22 touches. 100% disposal efficiency. Jesus Christ. How juicy is that? That's very juicy. I love I That's love that. That's as juicy as a mango. That's as juicy <laughs> as a mango. Maybe it's as juicy as my favorite boost juice, mango tango. Uh, and the final fact is just on the on email and Port Adelaide Football Club, uh-huh. um, I've got a great story. Uh-huh. So my brother, after Port Adelaide lost to, I think it was Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, it might have been after the yeah, it was the Melbourne game, mm-hmm. um, where he knew that after a lot of losses, the team was looking a bit shit. They were going to be they were they were copying it left, right, and center, and he knew that their members were turning on them. Yep. he wrote them an email. Oh fuck! Telling him that he believed in them, <laughs> and that he he loved the players. He's been going for them since he was like a kid. He was, Snake he was, man. He this was, is yeah, huge. Yeah. He was with them when they were shit and using the tarps and were no good. And then, yeah, he, he sent them this email. And now I work at a club. Yeah. So you get emails and a, a membership person will reply to you and it's a generic one. He got a reply from the, the head of membership who was like, hey, we got your email. 
thank you so much. This warmed. This was exactly what we needed this week. And it was one of those emails where, I've again, I've worked at places where you send emails. It wasn't a generic email. This guy has gone away and written in it and has mentioned that they showed the email to the head of football department, to the president, to the CEO, and to Ken. Jesus Christ. And they all they all loved it. I reckon this has got big. I reckon Jacob's email may have got printed and stuck on the wall. They smashed West Coast. So he wrote this letter. They wrote back and they were like, and thank you. They've made him a, he's, he's got a free membership, Victorian membership. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So sometimes. Sending an email. Sometimes writing a letter doesn't have to be a bad letter. No. Sometimes you can just write a letter to let your team know that you love them. And I think everyone should do that. And if you want to send a letter to Haggard's Footy and let us know that you love us. It could be a free Haggard's Footy membership. It could be a free Haggard's Footy membership in the road. <laughs> send it to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. Sean's at Carney from 55. Make sure hashtag get Carno home. Yeah, send Carno home. Send Carno <laughs> home. Uh, I'm at Orchid Trade. And I'm at Douche 13. And fucking hell. <sighs> I really need a win, Tom. I, I need one so bad. It's coming. Hey, Maybe you should write a letter, Joel. I should. Maybe you should write a nice letter. I will. Thanking them for giving you. Truck, I love you. Joel Dusha. <laughs> write it, it with your left hand so you look four years old. Smart. <laughs>